Hey everyone, Wilmgard here with Mini. Hey guys. And this is the FFBE podcast. It's been many, many weeks. How long has How it been? Has it At been? least three, uh, maybe four. I think it's I think it's been maybe four weeks. Yeah, let's take a quick peek. Uh, the last episode that we posted, which was on February 29th. Yeah, that's nuts, dude. It's been a month. It's been a month. That's crazy. I didn't think it was that long. Well, time so we flies. Missed, we missed all of March. Yeah. <laughs> and half of April. <laughs> Here we are. Here back, we are. Back at it in April. Yeah, pretty much. Um... We're here pretty much just to update everyone on why we've been gone, what's going on, where things are, etc. Just give you like an update as to what's happening. So, we'll start from the beginning. I was born in a log cabin. Um, no. We have both been crazy busy since this whole pandemic thing was announced. Uh, I got a new job in ER, and that's been, like, eating my time since January. Like, it's been, even the episodes we posted in February were kind of tough to get to. Um, It's been, it's just been crazy. Yeah. Ever since January, pretty much. Like, I, I have not had time to play. I have not played since we posted our last episode. Yeah, I'm in the same boat, and it's hard to have stuff to talk about when we don't have time to actually play the game anymore things have just been so busy exactly it's it's been crazy busy it's been surprisingly busy and then for me at least when i do finally get home or i have that day off i'm literally just like mentally checked out (laughs) like i'm not playing i'm not doing I'm just hanging out, chilling, or doing, like, daily life things, like yeah, chores and whatnot, buying groceries, paying bills, etc. It's been, it's been a wild time. It's been a wild time since this pandemic broke, broke loose. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Uh, who knows when we'll go back to normal and if there will be a normal. I think people we might go there might like once this is all over i think we might return to normalcy i know people are saying there might be a lot more online stuff etc but there's a part of me that thinks that people do need that physical human connection and we're gonna want to go out there and actually see other people and interact with other, other people beyond just online stuff i agree i don't think there's a world where humans completely disconnect from each other um, I do I agree with you completely. Once this thing kind of is handled, it'll go I feel like it'll take some time, but it will go back to uh, the normalcy of going outside and being around other people. But I think with a new level of respect and caution for uh, infectious disease and disease, the meth- mechanisms of disease spread basically. Could you have imagined this future when we started this podcast like two years ago? I think it was June 
or July 2018. I think we started recording in June, but we didn't post anything until July. Yeah, it took us a long time yeah. to get Episode comfortable. One, July 20th. Yeah, to, to actually get... Yeah. I remember we were doing practice episodes at first and the first we ran a couple the first few episodes were just we didn't it was bad i mean it's bad like now it's bad it's bad normally but at least we sound comfortable (laughs) i wish i had a copy of it i think i still do on my external hidden away somewhere Somewhere, yeah i remember how uncomfortable we sounded how it had nothing our audio quality was lower back then too but had nothing to do with that just listening to our voices was hilarious. I remember I did a highlights reel type video after our first year of podcasting. And I remember listening to those episodes and I was like, Oh, I think I remember showing you, I think I sent you a clip and I was like, listen to this. Listen to us. (laughs) Do you recognize these people? Oh, it's crazy. It's, you know, when, uh, celebrities on YouTube or Instagram or, uh, like content creator type celebrities occasionally they have those videos where they look back on really early stuff that they have yeah and they just and go like, like oh why did God, i do what that what the hell yeah. was wrong with yeah. me yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how i felt why did i sound so excited yeah it was funny do you remember the first thing that we talked about no that it was forever ago dude so you know what stands out most? Awakened to... Rain yeah. was released as our first. That was our first episode. Was Awakened Rain? Awakened Rain and Awakened Podcast. Yeah, dude, who knew back then that Awakened Rain would be literally every character in season two? I had no idea that Rain was going to be the protagonist, the antagonist, the the sidekick, mentor. Yeah, the, the mentor. like literally everything. I loved it. The love interest. (laughs) He was the love interest. (laughs) Everything. He actually was, though. (laughs) Yeah, they're like, anyways. Yeah. Um, (laughs) You know what stands out to me a lot? What I remember recording, uh, when I had to do those couple weeks up in Markham, and I only had my laptop. I had my laptop and, like, a shitty, shitty headphones, and we still record. Like, we were so gung-ho. We're like, all right, we're going to record anyway. And I just remember that I felt so cool doing that because even though it, it, was it shit, did. it felt good that we were kind of sticking to it. Sometimes that is the best feeling. Even though, when, like, I when sa- things are difficult, I, I distinctly remember uh, your comment on my audio. You were like, "It sounds like you're in a tin can." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> It did too. <laughs> I probably if was. Listen, if you listen back to those episodes, it sounds like you were inside of a tin can. It was hilarious. Oh man, but it was good times. It reminds me of like when I I had my first ramen that week. I was gonna was, say that was your first ramen that you've had, and uh, and you had an uncomfortable experience. Haven't had ramen since. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. Yeah. It's traumatized. Yeah. Ramen's good though. I'm surprised. A lot of cool stuff ramen. happened. We had our first ever uh, guest on the show, yeah. our first and only. I don't think we've Kite. had one ever since. Yeah, we we had Kite on. That was pretty. No, fun. we didn't have. Yeah, we didn't have a guest after that. Um, we, we always wanted guest. to, and then we yeah. never uh, we never got around to figuring out how we Listen, want to do it. Exactly the the struggle I found with 
bringing on a guest was how how to incorporate the guest into the flow of our show without a, like putting them on the spot too much or you know yeah like yeah. I don't want to I didn't want to bring someone on and then um have have to put them on the spot by like asking them detailed questions or like expecting them to fall into the the flow of our typical show and so I I didn't I felt bad almost asking anyone to be on it which is kind of funny but it was a fun experience though I actually really enjoyed that podcast because there's that third element to it well yeah by the end of that year I started I started hating you right so having a third person there kind of cut the tension a little bit yeah <laughs> you know, there's always got to be that background drama on yeah, any, in any kind of duo. Exactly. You know, we're like, we pretend we like each other on in public, but in the background. It's just knives out all the time. Exactly. That's why we never record live anymore. Oh, that reminds me. Well, first Halloween when you texted me and you said, Hey, I have a shark costume. Do you want to do a live show for Halloween? <laughs> <laughs> What, what did you put on? I, I went out and bought like a cheap Dracula costume, but you couldn't see a lot of it because I was sitting down. You can only see my face. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Did you, did you have the makeup on? I don't remember. I don't remember either. I don't know if I went that far. Uh, I see, sometimes the cheap Dracula costumes give you like the white face paint or whatever. I think there was... Uh, the VOD's still on Twitch somewhere. I, I have to go look at it because I remember you got up at one point and went left and right in your little shark outfit. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. There's so many times when we were editing YouTube videos, I wanted to stick that in there somewhere, but I could never find the VOD. <laughs> I couldn't find the clip. <laughs> I started to get that like coming across the screen, just you in the stupid so shark funny. costume. That's but hilarious. It never actually just made it because I couldn't find the clip. Oh, you should have messaged me. I probably could have dug it up. Well, those were fun times, too. I was so nervous. I still am nervous for the live shows because I just... I don't know. It's tough. I say, like, now I would be less nervous because I'm more comfortable. But back then, I, sometimes I just had no clue what the fuck to say. I mean, I just dropped the F-bomb by accident, but you know. Yeah, that's whatever. I put explicit on all of these shows just in case. <laughs> Dude, it's the exact same thing as when we started the podcast, right? Super uncomfortable felt like listening to my own voice was like atrocious i hated it and then after recording and editing the podcast for what two and a half years now was it no almost two years almost two years now would have been in july you kind of got comfortable you kind of get comfortable what it's gonna be like talking on a microphone oh that was a trip having to listen to my own voice i hated it I, I hated it so much because I was thinking, is that me? That's re- I sound annoying as fuck. Yeah. Um, but I'm used to it now because, you know, I've I edited some of the videos and some of the episodes and you have to listen to yourself over and over. And after a while, you, just, you get used to it. But man, the first couple times, I just it kept me up at night. I was like, I really sound like that. Holy shit. Nobody will you know, ever love me. You know what the crazy thing is, is that not only do we sound the way we sound but apparently like a hundred people are interested in listening to that for like 30 minutes a week yeah nutcases nutcases you guys are crazy but we love you yeah we it's, do. it's it's been a fun ride honestly do you remember when uh oh fuck who 
I gotta find the episode because we had like a big. We had we had another live show that we did, and I can't remember what we talked about, but we had uh, one of the people come on, the community managers come on, if you remember that. Yep. And they uh, well not on the show, but like they hung out in the chat, which was pretty cool. Yeah, it was really nice. It was. Uh, which, which also reminds me when we had our first ever live show, we were so stupid that literally genie had to come in and literally correct everything we were saying we're like there's only one dark esper there's nobody else because we, we we were talking about anima right we're like oh yeah, anima's yeah. the dark esper and he comes in there he's like well there's diablos you idiots he's been around yeah. since forever yeah. <laughs> diablos you know diablos yeah remember you know that guy every, yeah everybody uses yeah. him to last hit with esper that guy he's dark yeah. He's dark element. Who knew? Who knew the the black and red demon thing uses dark element? Like I when he, he shoots that purple lightning thing. Who knew? <laughs> Some Not of the us. That we... Not, Genie knew. No. Genie's cool. Genie he knows knew. everything. But we yeah. we are idiots. You're a fucking genius, that guy. Oh, I had some good times on on the live shows too. I I wish we kept doing them, but we just had to stop just because of time and a it was lot too hard of to coordinate. And also with our living situations and stuff, there's a lot of changes, and it made it really difficult to to find something stable where we could keep doing it. But actually, as we did more of them, I enjoyed them more and more. I think I was, even towards the end, I was still very uncomfortable on camera. Mm-hmm. But I think, like The Voice, it would have come with enough exposure. Thinking back on our time both playing FFBE and recording our podcast what would you say was your favorite moment or the or it doesn't have to be your favorite but the one that kind of comes to mind and stands out the most of recording or playing or both 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 if it's the same moment then it can be the same i don't know i think we've had some fun off-air moments where we were excited about how we wanted to run the show and what we wanted to do there was definitely a moment there where we were trying really hard to uh, to improve the content. And I thought th- I had a lot of fun doing that, even though given that we were just a podcast and it's very, very hard to do some of the things we wanted to do without visuals. I actually, that was really fun for me. Um, when I think my favorite in-game moment, though, would have to be when I got Chizuru in the first year the game was out and she was the best unit like when I got her in that yellow golden crystal, she became my bay for life. Like that was just so cool to know I had the best unit in the game at the time. I don't know. I loved it. I just, I loved the crap out of her. I loved the way she went in there and just like hacked people to death even after they were dead. Was, that was a fun time in the game because uh, almost every unit was somewhat viable. I mean, there were still some one-star units that nobody paid attention to, but... A lot of units were useful, and that was kind of, to me, the glory days, because you, you kind of got excited um, when you got a new unit, and that's kind of... Pre-five-star uh, days. Yeah, and like now all the units are super powerful, god mode, like planet-destroying things, and it's cool, and I love the effects, and the game has come a long way, but something about that early phase, there's just some something nostalgic and something very, very 
nice there for me. I remember doing those little rice cakes or mod cakes or whatever for oh the. Oh my god, we had to actually farm the. And yet, actually, it, it took time to uh, craft stuff. Oh man, those were the days. What about you? What are what are your uh, favorite memories over the years? When I think back on the podcast, I think my favorite moments on the podcast were the broadly enough the live shows it was well two things the live shows stand out like particularly because usually we would get on and something stupid would happen for example i i had that joke where uh white knight noel because he's so big on the podcast or on the live show sorry I had a massive image of White Knight Noel that took up the whole screen. Oh, I love so that. We, that was funny. When we talked about him, I put it on the screen. As soon as I put it up, my whole internet died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it crashed the stream. I remember that. So that was that was kind of one big standout moment. Um, we've had a lot of really, really funny off-air moments as well. I agree with you. There's something very nostalgic about those early days. We, we've mentioned it many times, but... The fact that we thought that early shadow was really, really good was hilarious. Like I think back yeah. on that, and it's like it's a meme now, obviously, but I, it was just so funny. We genuinely thought he back. was good. Yeah, I was like, this guy's got killers. Look and, at like, all the bonus 50%. he does. Oh, my yeah, God. Uh, yeah, it was funny. I miss not knowing how to play the game. I think there's something you get um, when you get figure out the meta and figure out how to actually play. You definitely get something out of it, but so, you also lose something. And there's that sort of like magic of not knowing what the fuck you're doing and having everything be cool that you just eventually you just kind of lose it. And that's why the early parts are so nostalgic for me because that's when I still had that. When every new unit was like, oh, what does this guy do? What does this? It was so, so fun. So let's talk about those early, early days. The first five star unit, I think, that went seven star was Lightning. Yeah. Or was it the her, was she the first five star? Lightning unit in was the first five star base unit that could go That's to six right. star. That's right. That she could go to six star. So I remember when Lightning came out, we were both pulling uh, for her. Obviously, I think everyone was pulling for her at the time as the only six star unit. She was literally the strongest unit in the game. She was for a decent amount of time back then. Yeah. So I remember I actually got three of her during that event. Now, I had. I knew what I was doing, kind of, but back then I didn't realize that there was going to be seven star units. And so like a really, really smart person would do, I took my three lightnings and I fused two of them into the original lightning. Oh yeah. To try to get her sash. Cause her sash sounds really good. It's like, oh, you, you double your attacks and back Chizuru used to be the best for such a long time and she yeah. had garage i was like fuck i put this sash on i put this uh, there was like a, a double attacking katana or something or a knife or something yeah i was like dude i attacked like six times with my basic attack that's and crazy do you remember our logic it was why would you need doubles of the same unit <laughs> yeah yeah oh i love it to be young and innocent Yep. So <laughs> like you don't need. Why would you need a copy? Yeah. Oh, it's so get, dumb. Literally fusing yeah. five star base units into themselves for the pitiful five percent <laughs> trust. 
in <laughs> our defense. Just absolutely. Trust Moogles were not really a thing back then. If I did it now, I would be horrified. <laughs> and back then, I was just doing it. I was like, yeah, in you go. <laughs> Give me that 5%. <laughs> oh, God. It was, it was good, man. It was. I loved it. It was so fun. So, not irregardless of meta power levels anything who was your favorite unit you pulled in ffb oh that's hard favorites are hard lauren and madam edel would have to be i think squall was big for me i loved getting squall uh so many god those those guys are top three i think there's one more i'm missing in there um shadow assassin shadow was big like, I know you asked for one, but I can't choose between them because all of them were, like, fun moments for me along the, the journey. Yeah, I loved... Uh, Madame Adele was held a special place just because of her story content for me. Yeah, I loved her. I her character is... If she got a spin-off game or a spin-off anything, I would eat it up. It. I would eat I'd it up. It, yeah. 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 Her story should have been the main... So they should have just done a story about her. <laughs> Season 3 should have had her as the main character. <laughs> Screw Fina. Um, my favorite, and and for no particular reason, it doesn't even make any sense because I never even played these games. But for some reason, whenever I think about like, oh, who's my favorite? Who's the unit that I'm like, you know what? That's one unit I wish I could use right now because I actually really like it that much. It was Elza. I remember her. I never had her. She was a limited unit from the... Uh, it's called Brave Frontier. The very first time it yeah. showed up, yeah, yeah. I I didn't get a. I was so jealous of you because you had you got her, and I didn't get a single five star unit out of that. Man, yeah, she for some reason every time I think about that unit, just like it, it, there's something inside me that's like, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I think that's because uh, that was your first kind of unique. Uh, what do you call it? Exclu- I don't know, is it called exclusive limited time, limited, yeah, limited unit? Limited unit, yeah. yeah. That was, that so was you kind of felt special, unit. right? Because you don't have that many Elzos floating around. She had a lot of cool things in her kit, in my opinion, between like her her special type of barrage attack and like being able to break in a way and then like for the a long time her defense like, spirit break, right? It was the yeah. best in the game. Yeah. There was, I don't know, I just really liked her kit, and then her animations I liked as well. Like yeah. Her actual attack animations, which, one thing that, as the game progressed, one thing that I was actually sad about was that they took out a lot of regular ability animations. Well, they, they had to for... into raising the sword and attacking. Yep, for chaining, right? Because if you have movement, it breaks the chain, but if you, they just kind of do it there, it's easier to chain. That's literally why they had to do it, but I agree with you, I think the game did lose something out of that because it was fun seeing all the different ways you could the the different attacks could come out yeah i agree with you and one thing i would have liked to see i think i just liked seeing them they were cool like when when elza attacked she had like these black little things pop up on the screen it was cool it was cool like i liked it personally but uh, that was definitely my favorite unit, oddly enough. It, it's so random. Yeah, that's uh, that's what takes me back. Like- Reminds me of, uh, I had Tilith for the longest time when she was uh, the best healer. That was fun, too. Oh, God, Tilith. She was cool. 
I was I remember being jealous of you when you had tells. I was like, fuck, this guy is the best healer in the game. Yeah. My moment oh. to shine, baby. And then after that I, I couldn't get the second copy of Ayaka, so I just stuck with six star Ayaka for the longest time. Good times. Oh man, healers, man. They 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 took a turn. Yeah. Everybody took a turn, really. Like every unit does everything now, pretty much. Yeah. Every unit like do imperils, breaks, imbues. Is you got it. I remember looking. Um, I had someone ask me. They DM'd me on Instagram, and they're like, "What do you think of this unit?" It was one of the new units, and I went in and looked at. it I was like, "Holy fuck, this thing does everything." <laughs> well, let me tell <laughs> you what, what I think. Yeah. Well, I forget who it was, but like who the unit was, but I remember. I remember thinking, "I was like, well, it literally does everything." Yeah. It's crazy. You know, it's kind of it's kind of a bittersweet feeling, kind of the end of an era. I don't think I can continue playing FAPE. I don't. I just don't have the time. Yeah. Anymore. And it's a little sad to to think about. It's definitely bittersweet. It's got that feeling because uh, I enjoyed it immensely. I enjoyed playing when I was a noob and didn't know anything before we even started recording this. And even as we started recording this, it added kind of a new dimension to the way I enjoyed the game because suddenly you were interacting with people and the game. I think one of the biggest flaws in FFB is the fact that you can't interact with your friends in game, that you can't send messages, you can't, you know what I mean? So it never felt like you had a community, you just had a unit you could bring. And so when we started recording this and we started going on Twitter and stuff and talking, it it made it so much more fun. I agree. That that was a that was a big, a big factor in in my enjoyment of the game was interacting online. Uh, I wish the game had a feature built into it where you could interact with your friends, but uh, it's not a huge deal. I think it, I think it would have been even more fun for me if it did. But I I loved I loved the the last three. We've been playing what for three years now. Yeah, something like that. Definitely bittersweet. But uh, I just got to put it like a, literally, like I was saying at the beginning of the, of the show, there's just no time. Yeah. There's absolutely zero time between everything that's going on in life and work and just trying to kind of trying to survive. Yeah. And also trying to make like the content in the show at least somewhat helpful. You know what I mean? Because like, yeah. yeah, we could sit down like this and just shoot the shit, but I don't know. I don't know if people listened for that purpose, but I, I like to think that at least we like. I don't know. We talked about the <laughs> units somewhat. <laughs> I'm sure some people enjoyed listening to us shoot the shit. Yeah, there's got to be at least one of you out there that's like, you know what? These uh, guys shoot the shit real good. But it's like, yeah, like I don't even know what I would talk about now because I just don't have time to look into the units and what makes them good and uh, and all that. Like it, it's just, I don't know. I agree. I agree. I feel like if we continued producing FFB content, it would just be, it would literally be us coming together and just shooting the shit about nothing. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have time to play. And then because I don't have time to play the game, I don't have time to look into the units that are happen like that are available. Well, yeah. I mean, if I had time to play, I would play first and then look into the units. But, you know, it, it wouldn't make sense to read up on the units for a game I don't even play. 
<laughs> but you could. I mean, you could. Yeah, just it's just weird. Like Google some random game. You're like, oh wow, <laughs> wow, this guy looks strong. <laughs> he has human killer, and his dog helps him. Wow, he must be the best. He's a ninja. Dude, not only does he attack, his dog attacks too. That's twice yeah. the power. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be funny though. Just you look up a random game and start reviewing units from that game. <laughs> That'd be a funny. It's the funniest gimmick we could do. We probably do that one day. We should do just that just one. for that shits and giggles. Cool. We should review yeah. units from other games based on FFB meta and what would make an FFB unit good. <laughs> that'd be pretty fun. That'd be that'd be hilarious. I think I think okay. We definitely should. I think it'd just be a fun way to kind of. I don't know how to call it. Shake off the tension and all the the anxiety of this time. Yeah, let's find let's find a random unit. Well, we don't have to do it right this second, oh, but like not? at some point down the road, it might be fun. All right, fine. I won't look up a random unit from a game right now. Ah, but that kind of th- this is kind of going to be the conclusion of the FFBE podcast. Now, I think. Minnie and I have discussed at, at length, actually. We both still want to podcast. We still want to make content. It's just that we can't... We can't continue making it FFBE content. We don't have time to play. We don't have time to really synthesize the information for you guys in such a way that's yeah. meaningful or valuable or entertaining. Um. And I think we're both going to kind of shift it, shift into something else that kind of fits into our lives. Yeah, and even that, it's not like we're going to pick up and start tomorrow. We're we're still going to be probably pretty swamped until this pandemic thing really blows over. But, you know, maybe a, a couple months, a few months down the road, we might make a little comeback with with something a little bit different. Yeah, I agree. I am planning to, for example, start streaming again sometime soon. Hopefully we'll see, like you said, with this whole pandemic thing being so new and fresh and just it's it's as the days go. There's just so much uncertainty, right? Because you don't know you don't know when when things are going to like, when are we going to start opening up businesses again? When are we going to be allowed to? leave our homes i mean it's not that serious in canada we're allowed to go out if we want to but can i see the sunlight again (laughs) that's really pathetic i was outside this morning it was really nice out and i was out there for maybe like 20 minutes 30 minutes and it was because it was like four degrees but it didn't feel too bad in the sun and when i came in i was like really pink all over my body (laughs) i'm so white it's pathetic it's actually sad because we don't know when like a full-blown lockdown might happen where you can't leave your house for no reason like you have to actually be going somewhere that that's necessary uh my wife and i have been going for walks just to get outside just to get a little bit of fresh air and to just like you know after looking at the same four walls inside your home for long enough you just start to go crazy a little bit so oh definitely i mean while you still can why not right exactly exactly you know you're with always your family. keeping a safe it's, distance though well yeah i mean if you're with your family it's like you guys already if you have it you you all have it right you're all in each other's face all the time as long as you're not around other people you know you're going for a little walk around your block whatever 
Yeah, exactly. Nothing wrong with that. Usually, um, it's a walk to check the mailbox. We have one of those like central mailboxes. Oh yeah, yeah, we have those here too. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. finally sunshine. There's some oh, research great. that shows uh, that fresh air has some antibacterial properties. Huh. Um, they used to treat uh, in fl- like during the time of the Spanish flu, they would treat people outdoors because they found it helped them recover. Interesting. Uh, people are theorizing because maybe it has more a uh, higher concentration of ozone than like the air, the stale air in the house. Mm. But so yeah, so I, what I like to do is uh, I don't intend this to be like medical advice or, or that kind of podcast at all. But this is literally what I do. Um, if it's not too cold out, I like to open the window and just leave it open for a while and just let let things kind of air out, breathe in that fresh air, and if nothing else, I feel good. It feels nice and fresh. Yeah, one of the one of the difficult things is when the weather's a little bit chillier, so I'm happy it's getting warmer. Yeah. Because um, I like to do the same thing. I like to crack the, the back door open or crack a window or whatever just to let some fresh air in and to kind of circulate circulate the air a little bit. Uh, speaking of research, there was some recent uh, research that came out saying that vitamin D supplementation might be protective or something i didn't read the details of it but might have some positive effects did you see that picture i texted you of uh my vitamin d stash when this all started yeah yeah Yeah. like dude vitamin d is the shit you know so if you can go outside in your backyard or something get some sunlight that's the best way honestly just don't obviously don't burn yourself don't turn into but like literally you know i think you need like 10 or 15 minutes in direct sunlight you'll synthesize a ton and if you can't do that, I literally pop a couple, sometimes three or four, like, vitamin D things. And literally, people around me get the flu. They get, they start coughing. They start sneezing. I don't get sick. When I don't do this, when I don't have vitamin D, I cough forever. When I get sick, I cough for months. So, like, I believe it. I think if if you're living in a country that's in a northern hemisphere with, like, a clear winter you're probably deficient and i think just getting some sun is gonna help you probably it helps me i agree um i think that getting vitamin d is super essential so definitely getting that in in general especially if you're deficient is a very very good idea but it's crazy how much what you intake or like how do I put this? If you have proper nutrients and minerals and vitamins and all that crap, in like if you're intaking it properly, whether that's through sunlight or through supplementation in the case of vitamin D or whatever, it has such a huge effect on your health. It's actually crazy. Yeah. I think it's, is, it's interesting because the body can do amazing things, but sometimes our modern lifestyles make it run on the bare minimum that it can and then we think that it sucks but really it's like you're giving somebody like 10 percent of the resources they need to do the job and they're still getting by whereas if you give it a hundred percent you just it's nuts how good you feel yeah exactly which is actually why today was my first day of being more mindful about what i eat um it's not a, it's not a diet in particular or anything like that basically i'm just making sure that i don't overeat in the calorie department and then i'm trying to make sure i'm getting 
actual nutrients rather than just sugar. Because <laughs> let me tell you, being inside and, and, and just like, there's a level of depression and just like, you know what I mean? That just like all the stress makes me want to eat. And obviously I go straight for sugar, cookies, uh, ice cream. There's no ice cream here, but you know what I mean? Like all yeah. those <laughs> Oh, I know. Believe so, me. So basically what I've been trying to do is like, you know what? Maybe I should try eating a salad or something. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should stop inhaling everything. <laughs> Dude, it's so bad. I, I'm a stress eater. So like there were times where I was really, really stressed. I would pop open the tub of ice cream and that whole baby was going in my stomach. There is no way to stop myself. And it's nuts. It feels so good, but then you feel so guilty after. Like, oh, you're telling me, it's dude. rough. But I don't know. It's Maybe one day I'll go back to that life just to see if I can still do it. I, I don't want to. I don't even want to try. I'm, I'm trying. It's going to be difficult. It's only been the first day and I've... I'm not the greatest. I, I I recognize that I can't just go straight cold turkey. Otherwise, I'm going to hate my life. I allow myself a certain amount of indulgence, but uh, a strict limit on, like, one thing. Yeah. I have this one thing that I can do, and that's about it. So, so yeah. But that's that's been... We're kind of... We're going way off the rails now. Yeah, we went kind of crazy there. But, yeah. But the whole point... The whole thing, like that entire spiel that we just gave you, the whole point of that. Was there was, let's be real, we were making this up as we went along. We just started talking. We just started having a phone call in the middle of the podcast. Like, hey man, how's your life? Oh, you know, I've been taking some vitamin D. I've been watching my diet, Yo, you know, dude, go dude, for walks. Yesterday. <laughs> I checked <Yeah>. the mail. <laughs> yeah, shit. You checked the mail, you psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah that's how you know like um, the the quarantine life is starting to get to you where you're like i checked the fucking mail man <laughs> this is so good it's fucking good <laughs> you open the window and you just like you take a big oh, yeah that's the good shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh god yeah well let's let's let's, r- let's wrap it podcast. up yeah let's, yeah let's wrap it up um let me say a thing, and then maybe you can say a thing, too. All I wanted to say was, over the last two years, it's been a really, really fun time. And it wouldn't have been as fun if it wasn't for all the people listening to the podcast, interacting with us on, on social media, um, shooting us the odd DM, asking us questions, and all this kind of stuff. It, it really it really made a difference. And I will never forget the feeling of seeing one person listening to the show when we released our first episode and someone actually fucking listened to our show i was like holy shit that is yeah. the coolest thing ever it was so, crazy because you think who who wants to listen to this even now we li- like who wanted to listen to that besides you exactly. and me you know but yeah, people do I, and it's, I don't even listen it's to just that. so so crazy um like i think it's awesome i what made this so fun to do was the fact that we got to interact with so many people and talk about it and talk about a game we we all enjoyed and then like sometimes it was nice too when we got a little lazy or we skipped an episode and you know someone would tweet us hey where's the episode and you're just like i remember the first time that happens i was like holy shit people actually care whether like if 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 we put out an episode or not that's mind-blowing yeah, uh, it's it's absolutely crazy. 
Like, it's um, still absolutely crazy. Like, the fact that you guys even download this and listen to this is absolutely nutty. But I love it. I love it because it's like, it's like we can have a little conversation, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's it's just so nice. And, and honestly, I'm so grateful that we got to do this and, and that you guys actually listened. I was, I think, I was just going to say I think that, it like, wouldn't have been nearly as fun if nobody listened. We probably still would have done it because we like talking about oh, yeah. FFBE. But, like... The fact that you guys listened and we got to interact online and it really made it feel like we were a community and that was just so awesome. More than anything, I really just wanted to say thank you to you guys because it made it that much better. It was it was just such a huge factor in enjoying the last three years of FFBE and the last two years of podcasting. Like Minnie just said, it, it made all the difference being able to interact and have fun with everyone. It was really yeah. cool. And it, really it made us want to actually try harder, you know? <laughs> yeah. Because, like, those first couple episodes were pretty bad. We had episodes in the middle that were pretty bad, but we were always trying because we were like, people are going to listen to this. We don't want to waste their time. You know, Even though sometimes it might have ended up being a waste. Like, I hope you guys at least got some laughs with us because we definitely had some stupid moments and some, like, with us or at us as well, and, you know? Whatever. As long as people are laughing, I think we're having a good time and there's some value in there. Exactly. And so thank you all for listening. Uh, This has been the final episode of the FFBE podcast. Oh, you're not going to say see you all next time? Damn. No, I can't. The sign off. You know? You can't have that. I can't say see you next week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's actually kind of weird. It is. It, I don't. I don't know how to end Super it now. Weird. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Fuck. I'm lost. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. We'll, we'll we'll still be on social. Yeah. We'll, still we'll be, be available. Mm. Um, we're gonna do something in the future. Both of us are super interested in in saying something to the world, I guess, or like putting out content yeah. one way or another. So I've gotten too used to the sound of my own voice. I can't give it up now. Exactly. Like I had to listen to the horrifying screeching of my own voice when I started this. I'm not like I earned this right by trial, like by blood. You know? This was blood and sweat. I totally agree with you. It's actually the, that was the hardest thing in this entire fucking process it's, was getting used. It, it was so weird. <laughs> weird. Yeah. Right, but we're not going to go down that road again. Yeah, true. We will be making content in one way or another. So if you guys are interested, we'll be posting that on social media at some point. Don't look for anything anytime soon. Uh, yeah, it'll be a while. pretty crazy. Yeah, once things but, settle down a bit, we'll probably get together and really hash out what we want to do. But I'm sure we'll be around. Yeah, exactly. So thank you all for listening. We really, really appreciate it. And... Uh, Hope you guys just stay healthy and stay safe out there. Yeah, and uh, we'll see you around. Yeah. Peace. Peace. Peace.